0: One of the most difficult questions to answer is perhaps this one. Why do Christians, the beloved children of God, have to go through difficult times in life? Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio as we begin a Bible study entitled, Refined, Finding Joy in the Midst of the Fire. I hope that this Bible study will give you the answers that you need. This is Carol McLeod, and I'm honored to have you join us today.
1: Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio with Carol McLeod. For more information about Carol, Just Joy Ministries, or her other messages, please visit our website at justjoyministries.com. And you can find Carol on Facebook at Carol McLeod, Bible teacher and author. We're also here if you need prayer. Please call us toll free with your prayer request. 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Now, let's join Carol for today's inspiring message.
0: I'd like to start today's program by reading you an obscure Old Testament scripture that talks about the purpose of the refiner's fire. Malachi chapter 3, verses 2 and 3 for he is like a refiner's fire and fuller's soap. He will sit as a smelter and purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver, so that they may present to the Lord offerings in righteousness. I've done some research on exactly what a silversmith does, and I believe that you will find this information riveting. A silversmith holds the piece of silver in his hand and studies it. He holds it then over the fire and allows the silver to heat up. A silversmith holds the silver over the middle of the fire, the hottest part of the fire, in order to burn away all the impurities. Now the silversmith never leaves the fire or the silver. The silversmith never allows the silver to encounter the flame without his watchful eye carefully guiding it and observing it. If the silver was left in in the fire, even a moment too long, it would be destroyed. The silversmith knows that the silver is fully refined when he can at last see his own reflection in the silver. According to the silversmith, the two purposes for the silver to be refined in the fire are these. First of all, to remove any impurities that are in the piece of silver. And secondly, to see the reflection of the silversmith. You see the silver is being prepared to be used by a greater work. We saw it in the last few lessons in our study of the three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. There was a fourth man with them. Jesus was with them. The silversmith was with them. The incarnate presence of God was with those three boys in the fiery furnace. Now, today we're going to study another biblical fire. And in this fire, we will not only observe his presence, but this time we will hear the voice of God speak from the midst of the fire. We're also going to realize that God reveals who he is in the hottest moments of our lives. I don't know what fire you're in today, but I can tell you that God will never leave one of his children alone in the fire. It is in the fire that God speaks and that God appears and that God reveals himself to his children. Well, the children of Israel had been under bondage for 400 years. They were slaves and had endured cruel and heartless conditions under Egyptian rule. God was about to do a great work in their midst. Now Moses, because he had killed a man, had spent 40 years in the wilderness tending sheep. Some of you have spent too long in your wilderness, and it's time to believe that God can use you regardless of what your past looks like. Turn with me, if you will, today to Exodus chapter 2 verses 24 and 25. So God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God saw the sons of Israel and God took notice of them. I love the verbs that describe what God did in these verses. God heard, God remembered, God saw and God took notice. This is an exciting scripture for you and for me because God never changes. He hears your groanings today. He remembers his promises to you. He sees what you're going through, and he's taking notice of every detail of your life. When you feel like you are a victim of your circumstances, and when you know that you've been in the wilderness way too long, always remember that God hears, God remembers his promises, God sees your life, and he is taking notes. When God is preparing to do a great work through a man or a woman, generally, they have an encounter with the fire or with the silversmith. Why does this happen? Well, God knows that in order for him to be able to use us as human beings, he needs to get rid of the impurities in our lives. And it's because he longs to see the reflection of himself in us. This is such a powerful picture of the silversmith in your life. He hears, he remembers, he sees, and he takes note. That is the silversmith in your life. You need to remember that transforming information while you're in the fire. God hears, God remembers, God sees your life and he takes notice. And always remember that he is preparing you for a greater work. Exodus chapter three, verse one. Now Moses was pasturing the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Moses was in his comfortable yet boring rut. Now, this is where some of you are today. You're comfortable, but you're bored out of your mind. It's the way you like it, perhaps. No excitement, no surprises, just day after day of the same, the same, the same, the same. Moses had lived in the wilderness for just under 40 years. If you think that your life is bad, let me describe the life of Moses to you. Day after day after day of sheep dung between your toes, smelly wool, stupid sheep, watching them drool, hearing them bleat. You think your husband's snoring gets on your nerves? You've never been surrounded by the relentless bah, bah of sheep in stereo. Moses had no one with half a brain to talk to. It was just the same old, same old dust and dirt and rocks. The feet of Moses were always bleeding, always bleeding. He was always thirsty. He was always dirty. This was some ending for a boy raised in Pharaoh's palace, wasn't it? Do you think that Moses was counting the days? This is day 14,600 of looking at sheep's behinds. And do you know what else? They weren't even his own sheep. He was working for his wife's daddy. That will do a lot for your ego, won't? it. Exodus 3.2. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the midst of the bush. And he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, yet the bush was not being consumed. And so as Moses looked into the distance, something caught his eye. A bush was on fire. It was burning, but it wasn't being decimated. There was no charring. No pieces were falling off. The leaves of this burning bush were still bright green. There was nothing dry or brittle about it. There was nothing ashy or black about it. Exodus three three. So Moses said, I must turn aside now and see this marvelous sight, why the bush... Is not burned up, so Moses stopped in his tracks and turned off the path that he was on in order to investigate the mystery of the burning yet not burning bush. Let's stop here for a minute, let me tell you something things do not just happen. Ours is not a random universe where no one is left in charge and we are just left simply to the fates or to horoscopes. There is a God arranged plan for this world of ours, which includes a specific plan for your life every day of your life. It was not by accident that Moses came upon this burning bush. God had chosen this particular spot on this particular day with this particular bush. God knew exactly where Moses was going to be on this day of his life. Through every ordinary day and in every ordinary moment, there is a God who constantly seeks you. There is a God who is trying to get your attention, who's trying to engage in relationship with you. He wants you out of your rut. He wants you out of your wilderness. And if it takes a fire to speak to you, then God will use even the fire. Verse four. And when the Lord saw that Moses turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. When God saw that he had Moses' attention, he called him by his name, Moses, Moses. And when God sees that he has your attention, he will call you by name. Most of you know my story that I have five children on earth and five children in heaven. And I'll never forget after losing the third baby on the way home from the hospital, I looked at Craig, my husband, and said, God has my attention now. And God began to speak to me in the middle of my fire. He didn't cause the fire. Oh no, he did not. But he used the fire for the greatest work that has ever been done in my life. What does it take to get your attention. How will God jar you out of your rut? We all have burning bushes that God will use. And what we know is that God will use the fire to get our attention.
1: We're so glad you were able to join us today. The Just Joy staff would love to hear from you please call us at 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Or simply go online to justjoyministries.com. Whether you want to live above the ordinary or learn to worship God even during hardships, Carol has great teachings to help you every step of the way. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at justjoyministries.com or call toll free 1-855-569-5433.
0: It's my pleasure to study god's word with you and remind you to never 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 give up don't give up on god or on yourself or on your future never give up if you're struggling and need prayer please call us today the phone number is easy to remember 855 joy life or you can email me directly carol at justjoyministries.com if you've been blessed by the messages and the ministry please let us know with your sponsorship. Call us toll-free, 855-569-5433, or go online to justjoyministries.com.